welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you today. As a reminder, you can watch this show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. We release two shows a week on Tuesdays and Fridays on YouTube, and you can also listen to them here on the podcast. As a reminder, we now have our Patreon live, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. You get the weekly after show, a lot of fun there. You can watch it or listen to it as a podcast as well. Hope to see you over there, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. If you like the show, consider leaving a five-star review in your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It helps us out a lot. And for all of our Vegas content, that's posts, podcasts, and videos, head to mtmvegas.com. Thanks for listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, did you see that Luxor timeline that was shared on Twitter? Uh, it shows the construction of Luxor from 1992 to 1993. The place was built in 16 months, which is not something you would see today. And maybe some people would say there, say the quality sort of reflects that. <laughs> you mean the uh, inclinators? Is, is that what we're talking about? No, uh, no, it's such a cool video and something so unique to see like a crane sticking out of a window for so long. And then at the very end, they take it down, which is kind of crazy. I don't feel like you would see that in any other building and in what is this the world's largest atrium right don't they have that record the rumors are vegas is always going to knock this down or do something with it and i hope it doesn't it's so unique and this video just shows that i hope is there forever or almost ever that was cool to see the crane coming out of the window i like that and don't forget this place opened with like a boat ride a monorail uh, a lot of like custom 3D shows. There's a great making of Luxor uh, video on YouTube if you want to check that out to see more of what was inside of it. But uh, yeah, it's great times. And as you say, it definitely needs to stick around. Bring back the boat, please. I need it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's go cruise the Nile. <laughs> yes, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark, G2E is here in Las Vegas this week, and I got to go yesterday with uh, media credentials, even though they didn't do me much good because I got told to stop filming in almost every booth. Shame on them. But anyway, uh, the Squid Games is the big, I guess, slot machine that's coming. It's from Light and Wonder, and Netflix is partnering with them. And we all know the Squid Game TV show, which is all about killing people, and that is translating to a slot machine. We did get to check it out a little bit, and uh, it had a lot of bonuses. It was paying bonuses quite often. You never know on the show floor if they have it set up like that because some machines you could go quite a long time without a bonus, and then others you hit them right away. A lot of bonuses but they did not pay well something pretty common in those uh co-branded machines yeah i mean this is really cool looking and i love when they tie it into shows or, or something like that to draw people in and i don't really play slots but this is something i might sit at for a while because i love the show and I like the big ball of money up top, just like in the show and everything. And I think that it's up to 400000 is what they're going to be shooting for, for the big the big prize. So that's all cool. Sweet. I mean, it all comes down to if you're going to play it long term, you know, what those bonuses are like, how easy they are to get them and what the payout tables are. I think they'll get everybody's money for a little bit to test it out. But like we talked about with the NFL game, if the bonus is kind of cheap or, or the play isn't that, that good, your money doesn't last, people won't play it long term. So th- we'll have to see how that all plays out when it when it's live. And it has another one of those trick bonuses like the NFL machine. It's not a two minute bonus, but you get a certain number of spins that are upgraded to like you're eligible for a different bonus and you're betting every spin. So uh, yeah, those mental tricks continue in all these lot machines. I'll talk more about G2E and everything else I saw on the next show, but Squid Games machines coming next year and uh, they are nice. They're attractive cabinets, beautiful games. 
items, interesting bonuses. But uh, in the end, you're just sort of killing people and you're trying to survive. It's a strange, strange topic for, for a slot machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for Squid Game season two, though. Let's get let's get that rolling, Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. Loved Squid Games. So Sunset Station has announced a big renovation. We've seen them now announce renovations at Red Rock, at Green Valley Ranch. Of course, we know they're building Durango, and we'll talk more about the rooms there later in the show. But Station Casinos announced a massive renovation for Sunset Station. Now, I don't think you've been there, Mark, but Sunset Station is a very interesting place. It has Spanish sort of theming to it, and it has a bar in the center that's all Gaudi. It's like very uh, out of Barcelona, that type of architecture stunning that's going to stay but they're going to get a whole brand new sports book completely renovated casino floor new high limit area and uh, it looks very nice good to see one of their not top tier local casinos getting some investment yeah i love when you say gaudi i just think of like people's have foot pain in the bar i don't <laughs> i don't get that it went right over my head gout oh, like gout? gout yeah yeah okay <laughs> well that's a dad joke if i've ever heard one yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm sure somebody will laugh out there, hopefully. Maybe my mom. I don't know. No, the sports book, I find that interesting. The sports book looks really nice. And I just to see all these people pouring money into sports books, we've seen a lot of, you know, updated sports books and with new casinos, the focus. And I don't know if this is the Circa effect. It's just interesting to me because sports books don't bring in a ton of money, but maybe they noticed with Circa that enough people came to check it out or, or came there to make the sports bet and then stayed to gamble that they think it's now worth it, where it used to be an afterthought of like tube TVs, tiny tvs and terrible chairs and and just dark and gloomy and now they're making it kind of like a party atmosphere a bar a sports bar that you would go to that also you know you can bet and all that stuff so i like that i I don't love the low ceilings in the the one area of the slots that they showed and they even like it's like a 10 foot fake false ceiling that they put in to make it even lower which i think is just a terrible decision yeah i think that's the high limit room but the vast majority of that casino does have nicer Uh, ceiling so hopefully that stays it actually has a painted faux sky through most of the casino one of the more interesting properties boulder station also just recently added a sports bar i think with sportsbook uh, things so as you said it seems like every casino is redoing them and i think it's just because people are like flies uh, drawn to the light you know we're all drawn to screens so you see the big screens and you like it and uh Yeah, it's good to see new lighting, new carpet, basically a full refresh for the casino floor here. More even than we've seen at Red Rock and Green Valley, according to this announcement. So uh, excited to see that happen. And uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Silverton also renovated their rooms and they've been closed for, I don't know, the better part of a year, the hotel there. But they have reopened and all of their new rooms are online. They call them Rustic Lux. There's 300 rooms and there's three different collections. We had talked when they announced this, uh, the Cowboy Kitsch Collection, Rustic Modern Collection, and Refined Lodge Collection. And they're all available to book now. I think the cheapest nights I saw midweek were $109 plus the $34 resort fee. Uh, But uh, they go up from there. Nice looking rooms for the Silverton. I stayed there way back when it was okay, but these look like a step up and good for people going to a legion and not wanting to stay on the strip. Yeah, I'm surprised that they just shut it down. You know, we always see these refreshes. They do it floor by floor and keep the hotel open. And this is maybe a little bit better because you don't have to hear knocking and banging early in the morning or deal with construction workers and, and stuff like that. So good on them for taking the year off and, and getting it right. And when we first talked about this, like you could tell the difference when they're talking about it. And then when I went to book now just to like look at room pictures, I didn't really get that sense anymore. It all kind of worked together. Uh, I I almost got like kind of nomady vibes with the the dark leathers and stuff like that, like a little bit of that feel from the rooms. I really like the design and the furniture and everything. It looks nice, a lot better than uh, Rio's room. 
Yeah, so for was, sure. I thought they looked really great and definitely a place to stay if you want to get off the strip. I think it's a, a good option, especially if you're down in the low 100s. Uh, you know, you can't really beat that these days. Yeah, it shows that you can create a room that's on brand, that feels modern in a way. The bathrooms feel very modern. So I like it a lot, but it's very much on the Silverton brand, the lodge feeling. So you don't have, you know, like we talk about the gray rooms, all these modern rooms everywhere now. So I think they nailed it and the pool is still closed, I think, till next year. As a reminder, they have the Bass Pro Shops. They have the mermaids swimming in the aquarium. They have a Cracker Barrel, if that's sort of your sort of thing. So there's a lot going on over at Silverton. You can stay in those rooms now. I go to Cracker Barrel for the store. I do not eat there. I, I don't know. I've never had a good meal there. I don't know what it is. As a reminder, our Patreon is now live. Patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. We do a weekly after show. You can listen to it or watch it. Hope to see you guys over there. Patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. So there's a story out of Mesquite and the Nevada Gaming Commission ruled in Casablanca had this guy who they kicked out like, I don't know, seven or more times and they trespassed him from the property. He kept sneaking back in to gamble and then he won a jackpot and they refused to pay him. But the state says they have to pay him. You can't do that even if he's trespassed. What was really interesting is the boss from the casino said that the guy found it more profitable to pay the fine for getting trespassed and going back in the casino than not. But I have to imagine he's losing money. I mean, over time you would have to do that. But a crazy story and it shows that casinos can kick you out, but they still have to pay if you win yeah I, I found this really bizarre one that they trespassed him for stealing which was he didn't pay for a drink like how cheap are you that you're you're kicking a customer out over a drink that you probably should get for free anyway i, I don't know that's such a bizarre story i don't know if it was like multiple drinks but the story made it seem like it was one individual drink so you're trespassing a guy maybe he had a big fight about it but i thought that was strange and then the fact he keeps going back to they have this special machine that nobody else has that he wants to play I don't understand how you can say paying a fine to gamble here. Do they have better odds or something? We need to figure out what game he was playing because this doesn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, we've seen this with people that are trespassed while, you know, card counters and stuff. If they're trespassed while they're on property, they still have, sometimes they say, you know, you have to leave your chips where they legally can go back in there. They have to pay them. So I think that's a little bit different. Like they get trespassed while they're playing versus somebody that is already trespassed coming in. So I could see the fight there and it's a tough place to be. You know, if you want to keep somebody out, I guess you can't. There's no rule about trespassing, really. If there's no teeth to it, what's the point? Well, there's teeth to it. You can call the police and have them removed. But as a you know a licensed gaming operator, you have to follow the rules of the state, which, you know, if the slot machine pays, it pays. Just like if it malfunctions, they're not going to pay. So, yeah, who yeah. cares if you want him on your property or not? He placed a bet. It was a legitimate win, and, and you should pay. So I agree with what the state said here. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they're not happy having to try to keep him out. They just need better facial recognition or figure out how to stop him quicker. I'm sure his picture is uh, plastered everywhere now, and he probably can't even get inside the door uh, before they well, stop him, but it's a crazy story. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, just sit there and let him gamble, hoping he loses, and then when he wins, they're like, oh, crap, all right, let's trespass him again. Like, how, how does he get this far that he hits a jackpot? It's not like you sit down and hit a jackpot your first couple pulls. Like, you have to be there for a while if this has happened multiple times. So it, it is kind of crazy. So MGM got swatted. Now, if you don't know what swatting is, it's basically where somebody calls in a police uh, thing. <laughs> this has been very popular, I think, for streamers. Like, people will be streaming, and then one of their trolls or something will call the police on them and have the police come to their house saying something crazy is happening. So somebody called 911, said there was a shooting at MGM Grand. Police stormed the place, according to people who were there. And, of course, nothing happened. 
So uh, just another bit of trouble for MGM in these uh, crazy days for them. Yeah, I'm all for pr- prank calls and jokes and all that stuff. This is a bit extreme. Like with all the shootings and, and stuff we have to worry about these days in Vegas and everywhere else, to take that many people, you know, and first responders off the, the market, so to speak, for a time being, is just too much. I hope they find out who did it, prosecute them. Like you can't, you can't be pulling this stuff. It's just too nuts. Yeah, and it's scary just to be in one of those properties when you see the police come whether you hear anything, we talked about all the mayhem of like glass breaking what last year. Uh, people are on tents and there have been issues on the Las Vegas Strip. So it sucks that people want to do stuff like that. But uh, glad that the police responded, being safe, clearing everything, making sure everybody was safe. So, uh, yeah, don't prank calls are for like, I don't know, like what Bart Simpson used to do. See not for, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So Resorts World is doing a Halloween celebration that I want you to explain this to me because I saw their website. I don't really understand what this is. <laughs> Let me read their description. <laughs> Step into a dystopian future for the ultimate cyber noir Halloween affair at Resorts World. Electrifying new wave science fiction comes alive for the most luxurious haunting in the desert. Each visitor's step inside is illuminated by blazing neon lights in a state-of-the-art system, amplifying the rhythmic sounds of the night. I believe this is just special DJs at the Zook nightclub, isn't it? That's what yeah. it seems like from their website. It just, it sounds like that. I'm, I'm like waiting for like some video or some cool, like, because you know, Resorts World always does these cool you know, one-off things for a week or a month or something. So I figured it was something in that dirt lot that they're setting up that you can walk through. And then you look at this, you're like, oh, so it's a nightclub. And they ex- they explain it exactly as a nightclub. And then they have DJs and, and performers and stuff. So I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. But the one thing I did notice is they're giving away $10,000 for the sexiest Halloween costume. I think that is worth it alone to see some of the crazy stuff people come up with. I would go just for that. Yeah, the people watching will be incredible, right? That's a big prize. So And yeah. sexy, too. That seems like Circa yeah. should have done that. Like, they're missing out on... What did they have last year? Was it a Vegas Vicky costume? Maybe. Maybe that yeah, was a couple yeah, years right. ago, but yeah. yeah, I like that. It's fun. What's interesting is Resorts World, like you said, they're constantly putting out these marketing things, which we don't see from other strip casinos. And in this case, it's just highlighting, I think, their DJs plus Katy Perry will be there as well, although that's just a normal show. All they have to do is say, spend 200 grand and you can take over our billboard and put whatever you want on it. There you go. That, that's the only thing you need to say. <laughs> Hi, Nico. And Nico was the good guy, Mark. We've been corrected before. He was the good guy. So that's why I'm saying hi to him. As we mentioned earlier, Durango has finally released uh, their website and the room pictures and the prices. And we've talked all about the venues there and how it looks, how this is going to be a high-end casino, similar to Red Rock, Green Valley Ranch. The rooms certainly reflect that. I think the rooms look uh, incredible. High-end woods, really nice materials. Uh, there was a picture of a suite that was going around that was just absolutely stunning. But uh, did you look at those prices, man? Uh, this is uh, not going to be a cheap yeah. hotel. Only 200 rooms. Yeah, I, I was shocked by that. I expected to be around the 200 on weekends, like 250, but like 150 midweek, something like that. I did not expect $400. And I know you got to strike while the iron's hot and everybody that's excited is going to book. But I mean, it, it's an off-strip casino. How many people are really like going to be banging down your door to check it out. I I don't know, but, and you made a great point, 200 rooms. That's tough. Like there's not a lot going around. 200 rooms seems kind of crazy to even build a tower in Vegas with that few many rooms, but they look amazing. I hope the price comes down so I can check it out. I'm not paying 400 bucks. Yeah. It seemed like the first two weeks were sold out too. When I looked right before the show. And as you said, the cheapest are 399. I'm sure that will change with time. I think they're probably pricing high uh, to get the early people who want to get in. 
But they've done a good job with Red Rock, with Green Valley Ranch, building these resorts that when people come to visit Las Vegas, they don't necessarily want to stay on the Strip, that they can still have a full casino, resort, spa, all of that stuff. And this will be in that same uh, line. But uh, I am surprised, but it does seem like those rooms are, you know, worthy of that price point. It seems very, very high end. I mean, when you really look at the materials, it's a lot of nice stuff there in these rooms, and I'm excited to try them. But as you say, I'm not going to pay the $3.99. But as a reminder, this place is opening November 20th. Uh, tons of new restaurants, a 24-hour venue, a lot of stuff going on there, a food hall, a lot of gaming as well. They do have a phase two where hopefully they'll add more. So right now it's just going to be pool, casino, you know, spa, small hotel, uh, but it could be bigger in the future. And this is the next casino to open Las Vegas, so time to get excited. Yeah, I'm definitely, it's on my list to check out when I come in December. So I definitely want to go there, check out the the awesome looking restaurants, the 24-hour spot. So it's it's something that I'm going to, to make a point to go see. So Fountain Blue rooms or Durango rooms, hard to compare them, different size properties. One was built uh, starting a long time ago, but which rooms do you think are best? Oh, man, I mean, if, if we're talking suites, I'd take the Durango suite. Yeah, it looks amazing. I think even the regular rooms at Durango look better to me, but that's not a surprise. Again, these are different size properties uh, going for totally different things, I think. Uh, I think Durango is going to go for more affluent, older crowd, maybe like a wind type of person, whereas Fountain Blue is going to go for Cosmo. But I think both hotels have incredible looking rooms, and that's a great thing for Las Vegas, uh, getting these nice new properties. When will we ever see low, like a normal property again? Will we ever see another new casino come without super high-end everything? I think it will happen at some point, not anytime soon, but I think it always reverses to the mean. Like, we're getting so far away from what Vegas used to be, and I think people are longing for it. Somebody will tap into that and understand that and and build something that's just approachable. And I think that's kind of what Rio's trying to do. They just aren't doing it, you know, to the level of the mid-tier I don't know, but I'd love to see it just like something affordable. Like let's have a nice room that's clean and then approachable dining options that aren't super high end or overpriced and and just like bring back the value. And I think somebody could really knock it out of the park if they did. Absolutely. And I think we'll see that eventually, but right now it's all high end luxury. That's what everybody wants to go for. That's what Station Casinos is going for. Inspirata Station probably will start construction soon. That's their next project expected to be high end as well. So we will see, but expensive Vegas here to stay let us know what you guys think about anything we talked about the durango rooms sunset stations renovations the silverton rooms swatting at the mgm grand anything we discussed hit us up in the comments we do two shows a week tuesdays and fridays we'll be back in a couple days with another show don't forget to check us out on patreon thanks for watching talk to you next time yeah three shows a week for those for those fine people uh have a great weekend everybody (laughs) when you look at the woods and i haven't obviously touched it but a lot of marble and I also like that, you know, again, they're... <laughs> you haven't what? touched the wood yet? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I plan to... Yeah. I'm going to have to cut that out. I, it's a good oh, joke. Oh, come on. Have to cut. <laughs>